Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. Holland has a very strong base of great LinkedIn experts. So in today's episode of LinkedIn Smart Podcast, we will be heading to Holland and chat with a LinkedIn expert who is helping clients to get leads from LinkedIn for more than six years. Let's welcome Victor Huiting. So Victor, thank you very much for joining us today on LinkedIn Smart Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to join. Uh, yeah. Vic- Victor, uh, I want to ask you, as I ask always uh, all my guests right at the beginning, you know, what was your uh, beginning? What was your starting point um, of your journey on LinkedIn? Uh, actually, I signed up in 2007. So that's quite early. Uh, LinkedIn, I think it was released in 2004. So uh, at, at that time, there were about 10 to 50 million uh, subscribers around the world. And nowadays it's over 700 million. And actually I was quite lucky because I just was curious and I signed up and I think uh, a colleague of mine had an account. So I also signed up and uh, actually within a week, I find a job as a sales representative. Um, so I was really amazed by um, yeah, the power of LinkedIn. Those days you had only some job boards um, where you can find a job, not really a social medium where you can find a job. There were only a few, uh, which most of them are, are not exist anymore. Um, and I, I worked for that company a few years with, and I had a lot of fun. And when I started on my own almost seven years ago, um, yeah, um, uh, an entrepreneur hired me uh, for his company to support with the sales, which is actually my background. Um, and I didn't do anything yeah, I didn't put any effort in that. And so I was really surprised that somebody found and hired me for months through LinkedIn. So then I was realizing, okay, this is really the power of connecting. This is really has business opportunities. How can I help other people? And actually LinkedIn was those days and still is actually one of the only platforms. Actually LinkedIn is more of a business tool, but it's a social medium. Um, which is still attracts to me. And uh, I was helping other people, gave a lot of advice and in, in, in the early days, it was a lot of for free just for, yeah, for helping other people so, so they could succeed. And um, at the moment, yeah, at that moment I realized, okay, let's give it a, uh, let's give it a try. Let's have a look if I can make on my own uh, living uh, by helping people to leverage the platform. So that's already a few years now, and uh, it's still growing with training, with help to to people to optimize their profile, consultancy, all kinds of services. So um, I'm really lucky, and I'm really doing what I really like. And I think, yeah, the best is yet to come. And I'm really curious what the future will bring. Okay, uh, Victor, I know that you're from you're from Holland, right? And you reside in Netherlands. What's the what's the community or what's the LinkedIn community there in Netherlands? Yeah, it's really, um, yeah, people really adopt to it. I can, the most people in the Netherlands speak, of course, Dutch, but also English and usually some more languages. Um, and um, LinkedIn was one of, yeah, LinkedIn has an office in Amsterdam for Belgium and Luxembourg as well. And I think it was the third office in the world 
uh, where um, yeah, LinkedIn opened his doors. And I'm not sure how many offices there are around the world. I think 15 or 16 or 17. And they opened their doors in 2007. And also fast, they got a, a Dutch translation of the, uh, because it was in English. And now they have a lot of languages. And we are here really a networking country. We're a trading country. Uh, we're exporting a lot of products and goods in agriculture, but also services and banking. Uh, so you find Dutch people, we're still quite a small country, but you find them all around the world and are working or living or other people. Um, so I think we have 17 million people and about 11 million are uh, part of the, the working population and eight and a half million people of those 11 has a LinkedIn account, which is 80 to 85%. And that's actually the highest in the world. So we're really adapting it. We are re using it a lot. Uh, a lot of people find jobs, grow their business or increase their visibility with the platform. So that's, and you have a lot of very good Dutch LinkedIn trainers. You'll find them all around the world, but you have some really good uh, good colleagues. So um, yeah, LinkedIn is very popular here. Yeah. It's it's actually no surprise to me because I always see Dutch people as a, as a you know, uh, from the historical perspective as a traders, you know, they were always exploring some some other countries um, and other ways how to how to, you know, trade with other countries. So I think that that kind of like a that that kind of DNA is still there. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, yes. and I yes. think the LinkedIn is is a platform exactly exactly for this. So I would I would think that, um, you know, Dutch people should be really LinkedIn savvy. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah, a lot of people have a uh, high education, they speak their languages. And of course, it's in our DNA. We're a trading country. We are that for, for ages. And um, um, yeah, that's, I think, one of the points what makes us stand out. And uh, yeah, and uh, so there are a lot of yeah, quite good Dutch uh, trainers at the moment. Mm. Yeah. So, so uh, Victor, tell me, tell me a little bit more about what uh, what you do as a as a LinkedIn trainer in in Netherlands. You know, how do you help uh, people um, to you know explore LinkedIn? Um, one of the main parts of my business is training. I do that one on one or for teams, usually small teams, with a maximum of ten. Uh, so I help people to uh, gain um, a good profile. I help them with content, uh, with setup uh, and leverage a LinkedIn page. Uh, Sales Navigator is one of my topics. I don't help people with, with recruiter or other uh, tools. So I'm really looking to the marketing and sales opportunities. So I do that one-on-one -on -one and for teams. Uh, I also have uh, quite a popular uh, service, which is called Profile Makeover. And that's not really a training, it's more a service. So I help people to stand out, to increase their visibility. So I fill in all the fields, the banners, the, um, the headline, I write them a summary. Um, I design some background uh, uh, photos. So I really, yeah, help them with a good presentation to increase their findability, to underline their influence and um, yeah, attract new clients as well. Okay, so imagine I'm I'm a business owner and um, I would like to get help with uh, with LinkedIn. What would be the first steps? Uh, how what, what's the strategy? Actually, um, in the beginning, I want to yeah make clear what the goals are. What do you want to achieve with LinkedIn? Um, do you want to attract staff? Do you want to get new clients? Do you just want to be visible? 
uh, want to position yourself as an authority or a combination of those answers. Um, and after that, I'll decide just in collaboration with the, with the clients, uh, what is the best solution. So that could be a training one-on-one or for his team. Uh, that could be improving his profile or consultancy services. Uh, that could be short-term or long-term relationship. It really depends on the question and the wishes. Um, and some people really yeah, can't really tell what they want. They just want to do something with LinkedIn. They are not really specific. So that's actually my task to ask better questions to get better answers. <laughs> um, so I help them uh, what, uh, yeah, what, what they need, sometimes with advertisement as well, um, because the, the feed, yeah, the timeline is so crowded. Um, yeah, people want to be visible or want to grow their uh, email list or it could be other goals. Um, so asking goals, I set up KPIs as well. How are you going to measure that? Um, and then uh, I, I just, yeah send a proposal and when it's signed uh, at just start right yeah. um yeah. one one service you mentioned or one um, topic which you covered was um, the the profile makeover and i think it might be interesting for for our listeners to to just know you know what is your way how you how you go about it because each and every linkedin trainer and expert they might have a slightly different uh, view on this so what are you taking your clients through what is what is your what is your USP in that in that sense? Yeah, it just makes really make really people stand out. Just to make the comp, uh, the the profile clear, uh, complete, and client centric. So that's really the point. Of course, you have to fill in all the fields. You have to uh, write perfectly. I just hire a, a specialized copywriter for that because it's really a unique profession. Sometimes and translated it to well, so people use usually used for Dutch or English. Of course, I can do it in any language with a, with a translation agency. Um, so I designed some background banners. People fill in a questionnaire, uh, about 10 to 15 uh, uh, questions. I really get to know them better. So um, people really want to be visible, want to get better found, really want to distinguish themselves from competitors. Um, so uh, writing the about section is quite an important part. Designing a few background banners, which really fits with their personal brand or their goals or their ambitions. Uh, of course, adjust the headline whenever needed. Just fill in all the fields, experience, uh, voluntary section. Uh, I encourage them to get uh, recommendations as well. So really the people have to ask up themselves in their network or coworkers or, or partners. Um, and actually, I always tell, uh, we're only going to stop if we are done and when you're 100% satisfied. And I have within the makeover three variations, three parts. Um, so they always find something, whatever they like. Uh, there is another version with setting up a company page and fill in the fields. Mm -hmm. I usually provide uh, a LinkedIn profile uh, checklist as well. So can, they have a handout after uh, my service. And actually, all the support is uh, is included, so they can contact me after this uh, meetup, which is these days online or offline, mm -hmm. um, unlimited. So they can always call, email, or send me a message with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So it really makes them, yeah, stand out, uh, get better found. It just usually I say LinkedIn is your, especially your profile is your personal website. So make it compelling make it stand out and it's really in these days 
yeah, the first impression and you can only make it once. So yeah, make it good. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's <laughs> very, very true. Uh, usually when you put yourself, your name into Google, one of the first results which come up is actually your LinkedIn profile, right? Yeah. So uh, whenever somebody searches or whenever somebody wants to do business with you and they put your name into Google and then your LinkedIn profile will come up, what does the profile say about you? I think we need yeah. to really, as a business owners, we need to really take care of, of that. And um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, what, what are the main object, objections which uh, people are, um, your clients are making, you know, or, or, or saying when, you know, when you're approaching them? What, what is their, you know, what's their main objection really? Uh, that depends. It can be uh, they don't have time, they don't see the value of it, which actually is the underlying argument. They don't say that, but it's it could be. Um, they're focusing on other uh, platforms or their website's more important, or they say, okay, when a client needs me, they will always call us, or yeah. I, I've heard them all. <laughs> um, and of course, um, it's also my task to yeah, to help them with the right insights that they need a strong personal brand. They yeah, need to come, uh, yeah, you need a personal brand actually before you need it. So build now if, if you need it tomorrow. Um, it's also, it can also be interesting to um, gain some traffic to your website uh, with LinkedIn. That you can measure that in Google Analytics or other tools. So that's that could be a pro, usually marketing or communication is looking to that kind of KPIs. Um, yeah, it depends, all kinds of objections, uh, no time or uh, busy with projects or uh, hiring staff, yeah, mm -hmm. could be anything. Would you, would you say that there are, uh, there are some professions or some, some businesses which uh, will not really thrive on LinkedIn and um, you would not recommend them to be on LinkedIn? Interesting question. Um... Yeah, I think you have to be on a place where uh, your target market is. And I can imagine if you are an entrepreneur, yeah, LinkedIn is really the go-to place. If you're not an entrepreneur, if you're working in a technical role or uh, really have to do with sensitive uh, information, I can imagine uh, if you're working for uh, important, have an important role at the government, at the police or social yeah, security services. Um, I can imagine that you yeah, are, um, yeah, you don't want to sign up or are you uh, not so proactive on the platform? Hmm. I can imagine that. Depends really, um, in, in general, it's really a good place, but also some strange things happen as well. So you have to be cautious, um, but I've never, yeah, uh, told, anyone don't sign up or, or yeah yeah i've never I've, I've never done that but uh, most people in the netherlands have an account not everybody is that active but a lot of people already have an account and actually it quite amazes me if somebody here in my country does not have a, a linkedin account so um it doesn't happen that often actually yeah. right yeah, I, I think I think you're right. You know, you you always need to look at where where uh, you know who is your client, who is your who is your target audience, and are they actually on LinkedIn? Because if they're not, then uh, you know you can hang around. That's okay. I think it's fine to be on LinkedIn. 
but you probably will not have so, so much success. So I, I'm, I can imagine that, for example, somebody who is, um, you know, for example, a spa or, you know, they're, they're like a B2C, like a typical B2C business, um, yeah. that might that might be kind of a little bit more difficult to to get some traction yeah. on on LinkedIn rather than B2B, right? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, yeah from some, for some people, other social media platforms like Facebook or Instagram are more suitable, which is true. And of course, it's an advantage. I, I'm a quite a fan of Sales Navigator and I can always see, okay, how big is your target market? How active are they? How um, What kind of people are working there? Is that second degree or third degree connection? It really yeah, helps me with data so I can prove not only feel or think, but also prove if uh, LinkedIn is the right platform, uh, right, yeah, platform for them, uh, right. right tool to use. If not, it's also okay. But then you have clarity and just focus on focus on other things. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's uh, that's true. Um, what what do you what do you normally uh, advise to your clients? You know how often they should be on on the platform and uh, how active they need to be, and you know. Um, yeah, basically, basically, like how many hours they need to spend on a, on a platform on a daily basis? Um, it really depends on your goals in the first place. Um, I think when you have a marketing position or you're on a sales role, it, it can be more active uh, than general. Um, if you're not that active on LinkedIn and if you are a little bit scared to post every day, which can be a bridge too far, uh, why don't you start with commenting in the first place mm -hmm. so for example set yourself a challenge do it two weeks three uh important uh comments in a day have a look if if it works out you will get the platform better um get to know people perhaps you will get some invites um you ask some questions so really you're gonna start with using linkedin so have a look if if it's fun um so that's perhaps a good start. I, I, I can say to everybody, yeah, you have to post every day, three times a week. And people say, okay, I don't have time for that. Where can I start? Start with commenting. Um, and uh, But of course you can also share your knowledge and um, start with easy things. So what kind of questions do you get from clients mm -hmm. uh, in a, uh, per email or on a phone or what kind of communication tool? Uh, so that that's a quite a good starting point to make LinkedIn posts. And if you write in text or make a document post or whatever, find your own voice and find your own style about how you communicate. You will, fi you will find out what works for you. Um, so uh, after commenting, you can go for a post once a week, for example. Have a look if it works. Um, write down the results in engagement or connection requests. And you can always increase that to two or th three times a week. Uh, if you're if you're if it don't take that much time and perhaps you um, yeah you, you work efficient with LinkedIn and um, usually I train my people to make uh, LinkedIn very effective by just it's a kind of imaginary checklist by have a look about your notifications have a look if you can comment on some interesting contact perhaps you can connect with a personalized message about people you meet or, or, or get an email or, or, or a proposal request, um, answer your messages. And you can do that in, in 20, 25 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. uh, if you create content and post, it can take so much time, but perhaps somebody in the company 
or external, uh, external, you can hire for that. So I'm not saying you have to be on the platform uh, the whole day. Uh, it probably takes much too much time, but if you do it efficient, um, set up a good profile, make a good a kind of, I call it, I have a playbook, some content, which I give for free uh, on my site. And actually those steps I just mentioned, you can just download it. So check your notifications, send some connection requests, uh, answer your messages and some more. Uh, that you can do that every day. And of course you can um, back up your data once a month or uh, some other stuff uh, you can do. So um, make sure, um, make clear for yourself why you're using LinkedIn, what your goals are and set up some clear steps which, which you can just um, yeah, work with yeah. every day. And it, 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 I think 20, 25 minutes a day to make it very effective. And if it's a really important channel, of course, you can invest more time, um, for example, by using Sales Navigator, if you have a sales or if you are a sales professional. Okay, okay, I got it. Um, one question which, uh, which is coming up to my mind is, you know, how do I know that I'm, you know, I'm successful on, on a LinkedIn? Um, what's the, you know, uh, how, do you, how do you measure that? Yeah, just making clear KPIs. So make your key performance indicators clear, depends, depending on your goals uh, as well. Of course, you can measure your growth of your network. Uh, so what was the amount of your connections on January 1st, for example, and what's the number now? Um, does that meet your goals? Is that okay? Um, it could be also uh, engagement on your posted content. That's really a good one to measure. Um, yeah, do you attract new clients with that? Do we generate leads with LinkedIn? It's a very uh, important KPI. Of course, occasionally you can also check your SSI score. I don't check it every day, but once in a while I check it. And I think when you're above 60, now I would say 70, then you're doing good. It doesn't matter if you have 70, 80 or 85, but just it gives an impression about uh, how much time and effort you would have spent on LinkedIn. So yeah, clear KPIs uh, and yeah, measure your engagement of your content, your incoming connection requests, um, perhaps some leads you generate, I, I hope it. Um, and um, yeah, I think, I think then the business will naturally come. Usually I focus for myself and also my clients more on the KPIs and not, not that really on the outcome, on the outcome because I know it will, it will come. Okay, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you mentioned something about um, um, sales navigator, uh, and that that actually that's kind of like interesting because uh, do you do you uh, um, recommend to your clients to actually pay for LinkedIn or uh, you know how 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 do you how do you go about it? I mean, are you are you tell, telling them uh, the free LinkedIn is okay or, or when shall they make the move? What what's your take on this? Um, yeah, you have several types of premium accounts. Sales Navigator is one of them, quite a popular one and really a good one, uh, but it's my opinion. I think for a lot of people, just the free version okay of uh, LinkedIn is okay. If you want to set up a good profile, if you want to post regularly, if you want to engage with other people or grow your network, you don't need a, a premium account. But if you are a, quite a commercial entrepreneur or if you have a sales profession and you, you use LinkedIn every day and you're limited by the amount of searches or your search isn't specific enough uh, or you want to look about 
all the people who visited your profile, uh, except the anonymous visitor, uh, then Sales Navigator could be, yeah, could be added value. So it really depends on, of course, the budget, but also uh, your goals. Hmm. Um, I have uh, written a blog about LinkedIn Premium, which is doing really well on Google. I got a lot of traffic every day. People want to know uh, what what does it cost, what are the benefits, do I need it, um, and yeah, I'm I'm an imp- independent LinkedIn uh, trainer and specialist. So sometimes I say, okay, just keep the money in your pocket, uh, focus on your profile, and focus on creating content. And other situations, I, I will recommend by buying Sales Navigator Professional or Team Edition, depends a bit. Um, so just yeah, give the advice what I think that people need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also think that it's it's uh, kind of interesting because um, <clears throat> you can always start with just with the free LinkedIn, right? And then yeah. when you start hitting some some limits and then you see that you cannot search more and then you cannot uh, you know connect with more people and all that stuff, when, when LinkedIn is limiting you, you know that you're doing quite a lot activities on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is probably working for you. So it makes sense that you move to to pay version, as, as you mentioned, to premium or this uh, uh, sales navigator. So yeah, that's, um, uh, that's an awesome. Uh, you were talking about about uh, posting posting uh, content on uh, on LinkedIn and um, standing out, and I always kind of uh, I'm interested, you know, how people look at this because uh, in this digital world and this uh, digital noise which is out there, and especially during the coronavirus and all these lockdowns last year and then this year, you know. A lot of people are spending time on uh, on the digital platforms, and I feel that there is more and more digital noise. So, how to become how to become uh, visible? How to stand out uh, on LinkedIn? What would you say? Um, yeah, I think it's even harder than before because the the feed, or actually the timeline, is so crowded. I think it's the amount of content grew with fifty percent last year, which is amazing. And also the amount of users of LinkedIn also grew, but not with 50%. So really people post more and engage more. So that's, it's, it can be challenging to get uh, engagement on your uh, own content. Um, I think we'll focus on your own values, uh, focus on posting consistently, for example, every week or twice or three times a week, um, find your way of how you express eh? Some people really love to write. They, they write long form posts or short posts and other make videos are really good in it. So, or you can make a mix of course. So uh, choose really your type or your themes, which fits with your goals or your, uh, or, or your personal brand. Um, engage with other people can also help to get engagement back on, on, on the return. Um, yeah, you can always experiment with that, with another subject, with another subject line. Um, um, yeah, just stay true to yourself, your own values, and be be consistent. I think uh, yesterday I made a post uh, and I said social selling. Uh, LinkedIn was really a big part of social selling, and it's really yeah. A lot of people think LinkedIn is social selling, which is not really true, but just. Don't make it that uh, complicated. <laughs> so I th- I said, okay, it's a mar- it's like running a marathon and not uh, running uh, not sprinting. And I think really have to be uh, consistent to reach your goals. And sometimes I, I hear in my uh, 
in my network. Okay, I've tried LinkedIn, I posted a few times and it doesn't work for me. I think it, if it were that easy, um, every, yeah, you're, everybody was probably filthy rich. So um, yeah, just put some effort on it, try it again, keep growing, uh, get in touch with people can help you hire other people if needed. Um, so it takes more effort, like all the other things in, in life. If you really want to achieve something, you really have to be, have to like it and uh, have to be, uh, uh, yeah, have to be strong and, uh, and, and, and take your time to, yeah, to reach your goals. Uh, Victor, what, what works for you um, in terms of posting? What kind of, what, kind of, uh, what do you like um, to post and what do you see the best engagement. I understand that uh, you may you may say you may dodge the bullet here and say, oh, it it depends. You know, I don't want the, I don't want the answer. It depends. I want to know what do you see that works and what you like to do and what 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 is what is your favorite type of content? Uh, that's usually plain text or text with image. That's what I like. Uh, what actually work best is plain text or document post. I think. Mm-hmm. That works. So actually, um, I'm, I'm developing some documents post as well, and I really like it, but it takes a little bit more time. So I have to, yeah, put some effort on it. Uh, so I think uh, it was already the same about a year ago, and I, th- I think it still works. So text posts are, are, are really good, and also document posts because people stay longer by reading or experiencing your content with, with text and usually some visuals as well. So that helps uh, with the dwell time, a bit of uh, um, yeah, term LinkedIn is using about how long you're uh, reading uh, uh, content or experiencing it. So um, yeah, uh, but also find your own way. If you're really into video, make some videos about 30 seconds or one minute, make some good captions on it or, or, or some music. Um, so uh, and a lot of people became quite big by using video. So really find your own style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, earlier, you mentioned something about company pages. And uh, I always wonder about, about the company pages a little bit because it's, um, it's getting quite difficult to get some traction on them. It's always, and it was always easier to get attraction on, a, on your personal, personal feed or on your personal profile. So what do you, what do you actually advise to, uh, to a businesses who they want to build the company page, the business page? Um, what is the strategy there? Yeah, actually every business I would uh, advise to set up and fill in a company page. I think it's more professional. Uh, you always have you also have that your company logo placed on your profile, which gives a better impression. Um, you can also get have a better communication without your company brand. Some information or some content is more, I think, more suitable to uh, publish without a, yeah, your company brand instead of uh, a human being. Uh, but you're right; it's really tough to get traction from content on your company page. But I noticed that. LinkedIn is really investing on it. There are a lot of features uh, coming now and you can see about the followers of your company. You can really invite people to follow your company. Uh, so, and I expect some more features for the company page this year from LinkedIn. Uh, I'm curious about uh, what they will bring. I hope they provide some features which we already have on our personal profile, like recommendations, uh, like the feature section, just gives a better user experience. And I, and I think that when you really, yeah, as a company, a show that you're really believing in your pages. Um, 
uh, so I expect some more features that would be nice, but I think, um, yeah, I think the most content can mostly be shared by people because people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So, um, but of course, uh, you can always reshare it again on your company page uh, a few weeks or a month later. Um, so, um, I think it has a combination because if you get fo more followers on your company page and you have a look about who they are, it could be your own staff, it could be perhaps competitors, but it could also be interesting clients which you're not connected with personally. Mm -hmm. So why don't you or a sales professional from your team doesn't engage with a follower and yeah, make it a, a relationship, send some messages, provide something of value, and perhaps that will yeah, lead to hmm. a video call or phone call or, or proposal or even business. So it's not personal and company page. It's, I think, both. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And if you mentioned, you mentioned something, and I would like to dig deeper here. Um, so, so what would be your advice for, for example, for a sales professional following the business page of a company he or she works for, and then she sees somebody reacting to some posts, liking it perhaps, or, or commenting on it. What, what would you advise as a, as a LinkedIn expert, you know, what needs to be done then? In the first place, you must, you must also follow your own company page. I, I usually see that, but not all of the times. So all the staff must be connected with the company page. That, that must be one of the basics. Um, but actually, your question was if an interesting person, perhaps prospect or, or a potential client, reacts on content. It, it depends if it's a like or a comment. I make a difference between that. I think a comment is much more valuable because really people... Uh, have an opinion about your posted content. Um, make sure that you have, when you have more sales professionals in your team, that one person um, um, yeah, attracts, uh, connects with uh, the guy or the woman who just uh, responded. So not everybody is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is connecting with the same uh, potential. That's, I think, a bit too much. And of course, send a personalized connection request so with a personal, uh, just a polite, personal, uh, friendly uh, yeah, request to connect. And that's actually the only goal, that people connect and that they accept. Mm -hmm. Then follow up with a, a, yeah, a valuable message, a welcome message that you help, uh, that you welcome people in your network, have uh, asked them uh, about how you can help them, make a remark about something you've seen on their profile, about the company they work for, the, the mutual uh, connections you share, something like that. So do your homework. Um, and that, so don't send a sales pitch, which is really a common mistake with sales professionals and say, okay, uh, that's really nice and interesting. I just send my pitch buy here. Uh, I have discount. It doesn't work like that. So I really will and really train salespeople. I know you have a, a pipeline to fill. I know you have some targets, but uh, be patient. And that's sometimes quite a challenging characteristic for salespeople, but be, pay, be patient, uh, connect, see LinkedIn really as a tool to build relationships. Um, and that takes time. People have to get to know you. They want to know your value. Um, be helpful. Uh, prove that. So don't only tell it, but also prove that. Um, and when the time is right, and that can take some time you can ask them if they want to attend your webinar or want to receive uh, some content a blog 
you or a colleague has written. Um, and of course, you have to follow up that. And if interested, you can perhaps set up a call or a video call when you explore uh, opportunities. So, of course, you have to be proactive, um, but but not too salesy. Um, so take time. Um, yeah, be, be uh, alert, uh, react uh, fast on, on messages or notifications um, and, and have a look if you can introduce people to them. So ask them if they need and if they're looking to something else you don't offer, um, why don't you yeah, propose someone in your network who can help them very well? Hmm. Um, so I think uh that's good as well to help other people as well so don't only be on linkedin to yeah be there for yourself be helpful with with an advice with a tip with with some content or just make a combination about yeah just set up a connection but between two people it's good for your image you never know if 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 they do it for you again in the future if not it's also okay um so um yeah be be your resource actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's interesting when you mentioned about uh, you know being very um, focused. On the other hand, uh, be uh, not be too salesy because uh, we all know and we all experience that that you know there are people who uh, jump on you very quickly whenever whenever you uh, you know <laughs> uh, allow them to your. Uh, to your circles, um, but I think I think you you also mentioned that there are like a many different types of people. You know, some of them uh, they are in a sales profession and they have pipelines to fill. They have certain KPIs and they don't really look for. Uh, unfortunately, they don't look for the relationship. They just want to you know fill the numbers and yeah. um, and that's that's kind of like the old way, old style of doing things, doing sales, just kind of like a. Um, you know, racking up the number rather rather than really building relationships, and and sometimes whenever we talk about social selling, I always I have a goosebumps because I feel like you know people they miss misunderstand this term and they feel like oh LinkedIn is good for social selling, therefore we need to sell on LinkedIn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is what is your take on and what is your definition of uh, social selling and why is LinkedIn a good platform for that? Yeah, I think the, the the social selling the word is not really matching with the definition, so that can be confusing. I agree. Um, yeah, social selling. I think when you, um, I would, how would you say that? Um, just set up and leverage your personal brand, uh, grow your network, uh, be helpful, really build relationships with LinkedIn and other to, uh, other tools, which they can help. So it can help reaching your goals. For example, generating leads or growing your business. Um, yeah, so I think that's a short definition, <laughs> but it's a definition, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. but, yeah. but uh, you will not deny that we can actually get leads from LinkedIn, right? Right, yeah, I make my business of it. I do it for myself and I do it for, for my clients, true. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, looking at looking at the the LinkedIn, and uh, I think I think we covered that. Um, you know, it needs to. You need to build certain relationship. You need to be relevant also to your to your target audience. You need to figure out who your target audience is, and uh, you know, offer them 
the right solution which they are looking for, not not kind of like a pushing them and per, trying to persuade them to buy something or, or get something from you which they absolutely don't don't need and uh, and they don't want. So I think that's that's the wrong wrong approach, which is unfortunate that there's uh, so many of people on LinkedIn. Um, doing that and giving the bad name afterwards to, to the others. Uh, uh, what would you say it's uh, one of the main mistakes people are making apart of this being salesy on LinkedIn? Um, not setting up a complete and client-centric profile. So not a visible picture, uh, um, a lot of typos in your headline, not uh, filling in an about section forget to ask for recommendations um, and so on. <laughs> so um, I think a, a complete and compelling profile is one of the basics. Of course, uh, sending a sales pitch directly after connecting, which you mentioned can also be a, a con. So I really, uh, I, I, I never uh, advise that. Um, yeah, or forget to add a text with a connection request. It still happens that much. A lot of connection requests I get are usually without a message. Um, honestly, I must say, especially in the LinkedIn app on mobile, it's a little bit difficult to add a personalized text. Perhaps it's not for us that difficult because we're very experienced with LinkedIn, but for many users, it's quite hidden. Uh, on, on the desktop, you get a notification, kind of a pop-up from please, it's not obligation but uh please fill in a personalized text and a mobile when i ask it in training oh i didn't know you can add a text uh, on mobile when i invite somebody to connect so um i think linkedin has to do some work again uh, yeah some work to just to make it that that easy but um before that uh, always add a personalized text view the profile of course make some remarks about mutual connections about perhaps the area about people are coming from or uh, perhaps you've studied on the same university could be anything um so yeah uh that could, yeah that are actually the most common mistakes people make on linkedin and uh, Victor, you also mentioned about, like we're talking about communication on LinkedIn and on the platform. Um, what I see uh, the messaging on, on the platform, it can get sometimes very messy. Uh, but I wanted to ask you if you have any specific strategy for, for business owners, you know, how to actually direct message on LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, for me, messaging on LinkedIn is actually my second mailbox after Gmail. Um, but if you send a message, it's not really chat, but it's a sort of chat uh, option. Um, make it short, I think. Make it personal um, and make it important for the reader. I think when you have a lot of text or a lot of uh, attachments, you, yeah, perhaps you can better use email. I think that's more convenient. But if you have a short message or promote uh, or propose a meeting or uh, just reply on a comment, you can do it private as well. So make it, I think, make it short, make it personal, make it engaging, and make it important for the other to read. Yeah, because I think you always, when you send uh, messages by email, but also LinkedIn. Um, you ask something uh, probably uh, and people have to sp spend or actually invest their time and people get so many uh, emails or contacts or uh, WhatsApp messages or a day. So um, yeah, make it, make it important for the other to read and make it engaging in the hopefully they, they respond. Mm -hmm. uh, 
What would you say if, if, the, if the person doesn't respond, they connect with you, doesn't respond, you try to send another message, it's still not coming through, would you just move on? Sometimes, uh, but also sometimes I just try it again about a few months. Yeah, perhaps somebody is quite busy, just missed it. Um, uh, or thinks, uh, okay, I will, I'm busy, but uh, I have a meeting, but I will do it tomorrow. And they just forget it, which can happen. Um, so I'd make it easy for other people, um, yeah, just to send another short, friendly message about not not the next day, of course, that can be annoying, <laughs> but after a few weeks or, or months. Yeah. Do you actually advise your clients to use any kind of CRM in connection with, for example, Sales Navigator? Um, not really. Most clients of me already have a CRM system, uh, and there are, it can have some benefits. Uh, if you're using HubSpot or Salesforce or Dynamics in combination with Sales Navigator, but only the team edition, um, I wouldn't advise somebody to switch with their CRM or uh, for using LinkedIn because that's actually technical, but also financial, quite a big step for companies. So when you have a CRM which is matching with Sales Navigator teams, that's really a pro. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, <clears throat> LinkedIn last year, uh, they reintroduced certain features. Actually, they reintroduced polls and uh, they brought the LinkedIn stories. So there are some new features on the LinkedIn, which um, the, the, the LinkedIn is coming up with. Uh, what, do you, what, uh, do, what do you think about them? Do you like them? Do you use them? Uh, do you think they can be used for, for, the, for the business, for the business owners? Yeah, I think most features LinkedIn uh, rolled out uh, last year are really good, like the featured section and also polls you mentioned. I'm quite quite a fan of polls. They really work and really yeah, get the opinion about, about your network. Uh, and also when I see polls from colleagues around the world, it also uh, helped me with, with getting ideas. Um, I think stories, uh, I think... The Netherlands was the first European country store stories were started in May uh, last year. Uh, and I did a poll uh, about a few days and actually I think 80 or 90% said now I, it's just part of Instagram. I don't like it that much. It doesn't, it's, yeah, it's only works on mobile or I miss a lot of functionality. Um, yeah, to be honest, I'm not that a big fan of LinkedIn stories. Actually, I barely see it. I don't see value of it i, I think it can it can work but um i think linkedin has to do some work with adding better uh features uh, to make a better user experience um but I, the platform is attracting younger people they want to get younger people between 20 and uh 35 or 40 which are really uh are crowded on instagram so i'll i understand the idea um but i like other uh, functionality or features like uh, featured or polls uh, or uh, invite to follow on your companies. I think that that really works good. LinkedIn really did a great job. Yeah. Is there anything what you would add to to LinkedIn at this stage or what would you say that LinkedIn should work on or, or, or make it better? Um, I think it's getting better every day. Um, by adding these uh, features I just mentioned. Uh, of course, there's also some work to do that, that will always be, be the case, I think. Um, 
for example, you just mentioned the, the content of the company page. It doesn't get that much traction. Perhaps they can, uh, LinkedIn itself can push that a little bit. Um, uh, yesterday I was thinking, okay, recommendation part of your profile is really a nice one, but why is it so below on your profile? I want to uh, see it a little bit higher, just below actually your about section, uh, because the most important parts on your profile are on the top, uh, the headline, photo, banner, about section. Uh, and why can you only add text? Why can I not record a video and a recommendation video and that somebody can place it on their profile? So that's an opportunity to also add more media um, for the recommendation uh, section. That's for example. Of course, there's enough to do, um, but that's our few examples. Yeah, very, very interesting. Victor, I, I thank you very much for, for your time. Uh, it's It's been like, actually, I just look at the, at the clock and it's almost 50 minutes we are talking. Um, it's been just kind of like a, like a snap of a second, really. Um, so I really want to thank you for, for spending time with us and sharing your knowledge and your expertise uh, with our listeners. That's uh, fantastic. And before we go, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, where can people find more about you and where can get connected with you? Yeah, have a look on LinkedIn. Search for uh, my name, Victor Houting. There's only one Victor Houting on LinkedIn, so that should be easy. Um, Every listener uh, can connect, of course, with a personal message. <laughs> and, and please mention that you've heard me in the, your amazing uh, podcast. So that would be really nice. We'd really, yeah, like to welcome you in my network. And uh, if you're interested, I can share uh, my LinkedIn profile checklist in Dutch or English for free with you. So if you're interested, if you want to improve your profile, ask for the checklist and I will send it uh, right away. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Once again, thank you very much for your time uh, spending uh, this afternoon uh, in here on LinkedIn Smart Podcast. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn Smart. LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.